Hi there, and welcome to episode 46 of the Connect2 podcast, the time travel episode. My name is Jeff Cullen, and I may have done this before. <laughs> I'm Mark Hughes. Hi, Jeff. Marcus. How are you? I'm better than you. Well, I'm doing okay now. Yeah. So late stage COVID. Yeah, I've gotten uh, over most of the COVID, so if we're slightly muffled, we are also wearing masks. That's right, time. which are making eating our beautiful treats a bit more challenging, but we'll make it work. And coffee, of course. And coffee, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you uh, you are on the mend, that's good. I am definitely on the mend. Yeah. Um, I had the B2 typical symptoms, which was fatigue and fever and coughing and okay. snuffle and yeah. stuffy, which is not really the same sort of symptoms they had earlier on with earlier waves. Right. But uh, definitely. Which is I not all that reassuring, actually. <laughs> Thing keeps changing. How did you get it, do you think? Oh, I think I got it during volleyball. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I play in a men's league, and we've been really pretty good. We had uh, one of our players went down with COVID in January, but he kind of was on his own. And uh, this time, so I caught COVID and sort of one of my teammates. So I'm pretty sure it was one of the two nights. Yeah, so. yeah, that's probably logical. So, yeah. well, we're not out of the woods yet, I don't think so. No, definitely not. And now my son has it. So, yeah, you're hearing a lot of, uh, or I'm hearing, you know, some chatter around bringing max, mask mandates back in different places. And, you know, I think well, where we live, they'll wait till the absolute last second and then well, the, another week and then they'll sort of, uh, but, you know. Well, the problem it. is, is that when people do get COVID or whatever, and they realize the first thing they do is go, okay, now, now what am I supposed to do, right? Because, yeah. yeah, there's been all this chatter and dialogue and stuff. Now, what am I supposed to do? So then you go to official government websites and you're going like, what the hell am I supposed to do? This is really weird. So there's there's all kinds of weird inconsistencies. and Yes. I mean. It's uh, like, yeah. but I mean, uh, what's what's the name of the, the national uh, public health officer? Uh, uh, Dr. Tam. Dr. Tam. Yeah. So she says we're in the middle of the sixth wave and apparently Dean Hainshaw won't say that we're. No, of course not. It's just like. You know, it's just not good. And, and apparently there's, so there's this, this lawsuit going on um, against the provincial government. Okay. About, um, it's basically against the mask mandates and basically <laughs> saying that they over, they overdid it. They did more than they needed to do. But what's really interesting about it is part of the discovery, it's revealed. So even though the lawsuit is coming at it from one tack, okay, from the tact of you're trampling our rights, you're causing all kinds of problems, uh, it's revealing the process and some of the um, some of the stuff related to um, the interaction between the chief medical officer okay. and Alberta and uh, the cabinet. Wonderful. So, uh, so it's been, uh, so it's kind of interesting because I, I started reading this. I'm going like, they're not saying that we didn't do enough. They're saying we did too much. And I'm going like, this is really weird. And it's because of the approach that's being presented. Right. So, um, what, what a mess. 
<laughs> but it's yeah, it's I, it's clear I, that 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 our chief medical officer has not been doing kind of what she has the ability to do because she's actually on the record stated she has more power than she is. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, I, uh, yeah. Anyways, it just makes me nuts between that and the curriculum. Yeah. Thing, it just makes me crazy, but this is supposed to be a show about positivity. Right. So, so today we have coffee. So we have treats from a place called La Bosco. La Bosco. Which I only discovered today by accident, trying to oh. find something open because we're recording this on a good Friday. It is a good Friday. It's and... an okay Friday, frankly. <laughs> and today's coffee is uh, from uh, Toronto. It's uh, Subtext Coffee, Delio Sering from Ooh. Brazil, and Espirito Santo. Nice. It's a red and yellow katue. Again, the process is mystery. Ooh, really? And the taste is, tasting notes are dried berry, sarsaparilla, and citrus oil. Now, supposedly, this the, the the thing about this coffee and the one we tested last week. Yep. Which would be would be so they they haven't described whether they're washed washed or naturals. So it's actually um, they have a little competition going on where you try and pick whether they are. But here's the difference between the two. So natural processing happens when the farmer leaves the coffee cherry on the on the, on and dries okay. the whole thing after uh, and removes it only after it's been sitting on the seed for a little while. Mm. So it's the fruit sits on there for a bit. Yep. Coffee bean can take on some of these fruity qualities, sometimes have some fermented tones. Uh, so that's that is the natural processing. Wash processing occurs when the coffee cherries get their skins washed right off, and then the fruit and mucilage are removed with water, and then the coffee beans are left to dry. <coughs> so, the idea is to guess which one. And um, <coughs> that's that's the difference. And oh, yeah. Interesting. I don't know if you can taste any difference. I suspect this one might be the... Uh, I suspect this is the, uh, the natural processing because it's got these citrus oil, sarsaparilla, dried berry. Those mm -hmm. are kind of tastes that you normally associate with. Yeah, I had a I had a sip. I'll have to have some more unless I drink it through this M95 mask. <laughs> like it's an additional coffee filter. I don't think I want to do that. So, <laughs> well, then I'll clean it up. <laughs> um, and today, yeah. So we talked about treat, and it's yep. a shower sour cherry. Um, Danish. Well, it looks wonderful. It's, I almost ate this little label thing here, thinking it might have been chocolate, but you're right, it's paper. <laughs> um, that would have been awkward. <laughs> so, uh, what's your dad joke? So, it's a granddad joke. Ooh. Yeah. Did you hear about granddaddy's really grumpy? No. <laughs> he sent in his hearing aids, and he hasn't heard anything since, or anything back. I screwed it up. <laughs> He hasn't heard anything back. <laughs> Not sense. Well, that's kind of like me. I, I told my wife to Wonderful. put to put ketchup on the shopping list. Now I'm having a really hard time reading. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I gotta I gotta buy a book of dad jokes. Most of the dad jokes I know you, you can't. We don't want to say on this show because we're trying to keep it, trying to keep our clean rating. Yeah, exactly. So what'd you learn? I learned two things. Yeah. Well, last time we talked, we had talked about helium, and right. I, I was about to buy my 
my uh, uh, bobcat was it bobcat. but there's some catches oh so again it's you always, need crypt- always catches it's always catches you need crypto in order to buy buy these things yes yes but the question is how do you get money into your your big your wallet okay so that you can actually spend it and and it's not that easy you can't just use a credit card or it's not so easy um and a lot of uh, a lot of banks block their debit cards from going straight to these these uh crypto accounts oh so it that's gonna feed the conspiracy theories so there's they a, don't want us to have crypto well so there is a way pierre poliev is gonna fix it oh yeah that guy <laughs> crazy um but um uh, so there are crypto atms yes so you go in you and you put your debit card in or right. credit card in and then you can transfer to your wallet Right. You know, if you know the numbers for your wallet, sure. And then, and if you don't, <coughs> you're putting you in somebody up, else's wallet. Then it's gone forever. Whoops. Yep, pretty much. I uh, there was an eight. There was a, a. I may have already told this story, but there's a Bitcoin machine in in Sylvan Lake, Alberta, on the main strip. There's like a little coffee. It's like a little convenience store ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. At the back of the shop, they have a Bitcoin machine. I think it's been there for a long time because it's it's all behind a bunch of mops and shit like that. But <laughs> you can still see it's forty seven. At the time we were there, the sum was forty seven thousand dollars to buy a Bitcoin. Yeah, right. and I I remember when those machines came out, Bitcoin was worth like like nothing. So it kind of made sense. You could go use your bank card and you know get a bitcoin but i'm thinking no wonder it's behind all of this junk because who's gonna walk in with their bank card well you buy frac- forty-seven thousand. you buy fractions of, uh, of bitcoin yeah but, well it didn't look like it was getting used very much but no you know. but but apparently this is exactly how what you do you there are a few there are not a lot of them right they're, they're, and you basically go to them you put your card in and then you can transfer funds to the, your, your, Bitcoin your, your Bitcoin wallet, yeah. and then when you have your Bitcoin wallet in, that then you can do stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I'm still waiting to order my my Bobcat, um, but I've just found out about this this extra level of complexity. Right. So, there you go. It, it just goes to show how useful uh, crypto is. Yes, if that's you, right. If you can't easily buy it, <laughs> how the hell are you going to easily spend it? Yeah. That's right. Well, uh, I haven't downloaded them yet, but we're going to get our first NFTs here because... Uh, What'd you buy? A space ape? No. You know what? We went to uh, Imagine Dragons yeah. on Wednesday and bought our tickets to Ticketmaster. And then I, after the concert, we got an email that our ticket stub is, is now an NFT. I just have to download it. And so... I don't know what I download it into. I, I I haven't hit the button yet, so I got to spend some. But now we're we're gonna have didn't cost us anything other than the concert. <coughs> but I'm thinking, so everybody who was there has <laughs> tickets. Going to be an NFT. Like, what's the value? Although, if you heard, but you know, recalling our discussion from a few weeks ago, where we said we suspected it was kind of a Ponzi scheme. I just read yesterday the guy who bought the the first tweet by Jack Dorsey 
he paid was it just under about three million dollars for this as an NFT. Mm-hmm. He auctioned it off. He wanted forty eight million dollars. You know what the highest bid was? Sixty bucks. Two hundred seventy seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and so the article it said that he'd also he he had said he was going to donate half. Like he wanted forty eight million. This was the 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 reserve bid. You know, this is what he was hoping for. I don't know if it was a reserve bid, but it was what he was hoping for. And he said, you know, generously that he was going to donate half of whatever the proceeds were to uh, some particular charity. So in the article, it said it was unknown whether he donated half the two hundred seventy-seven dollars to the two hundred seventy thousand or two hundred seventy-seven dollars. So, so, so you can imagine the guy is going. Oh, three million! I'm going to make so much money. That's exactly. He says, "Where, where is it coming in? Oh, it's coming in two hundred seventy-seven. Oh my god, that is huge! No, you don't understand. That's it. It's two hundred seventy-seven dollars. Yeah, you're donating a hundred and. <laughs> well, that's assuming. I would assume that the auction platform or house probably has some fees oh i'm right? sure so i'm sure they're more than 277 dollars so we may have already seen the collapse of uh at least on some level because to me okay jack dorsey's first tweet i could see some historical value to that right he's a one guy it's the first tweet over some sketch the thumbnail sketch of a stupid monkey so if that didn't sell how are the monkeys going to sell? Well, yeah. So, anyways, I'm not holding out a lot of hope for our, our Imagine Dragons NFTs being worth too much. And then Star Trek's gotten into it now. Really? Um, a lot of the fans apparently are, are pretty unimpressed. Um, yeah. So, anyhow, there you go. Speaking of Jack Dorsey and Twitter, another thing I Ooh, learned this week right. is Elon Musk has made so he for first last week yes way too much he goes in and uh well in the last couple weeks he goes and he buys up nine percent so he's the second largest shareholder yes twitter yeah um the first the largest is this vantage group which actually upped their they had like eight percent now they're over 10 right and uh, elon has Nine, but About Elon nine. has done a hostile takeover. Yes, this is my best offer. Take it or leave. And there's a little joke in it because it's all of, all his joke ones are like have four twenty as part of the punchline. Oh, okay. okay. So he said it was fifty four twenty. Right. Which is about the average for the last year. Yeah. So even though Twitter is down a little bit now, so there's all kinds of real problems with this. So it looks like it might be a pump and dump. Well, I just saw the, a headline <laughs> earlier this morning. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. That they've taken a poison pill now to to defend. So really, yep. So uh, they're not going for it. So we'll yeah. see. I could see that because <laughs> a lot of people are like, "This guy's just got way too much cash." He's got well, you he, know, he doesn't. He doesn't. Forty three billion dollars. Yeah. Well, but but. Mm-hmm. Almost all of his value is in Tesla. Yeah. Which three Well, years... SpaceX probably some well, SpaceX, value as well. Yeah. SpaceX may in the longer term be worth more than Tesla, but Tesla right now is the majority yes. of his, his, yeah. his, his um, assets. And uh, but three years ago it was twenty percent of what it is now. Right. So it's uh 
the most ex most valuable car company on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't produce the most cars, doesn't produce the most... Well, not yet. It never will. I mean, he's ramping up pretty good, but... Uh, it never will. Here's my question, because <coughs> I was thinking about this. What is Twitter's business model? Because <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> we know, makes most of their money on 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 advertising and and uh right and it never really occurred to me there's no ads on twitter well i mean there's, no, there a, there's some ads but there's definitely ads yeah. there well, what, but they're really how kind do they of make they're their a bit sneaky they basically always say promoted like yes. if you go in yeah 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 looks it's, like a regular it looks tweet like from a tweet. somebody else but is that where they're making their money um, I, I can't imagine that so there's there if you listen to scott galloway Oh, yes. So Scott Galloway has a theory about Twitter that it's uh, seriously undervalued. Really? Because <laughs> it hasn't really changed value in the last <clears throat> few years, whereas everybody else has. Okay. And so it's it's almost at the same value it was as its IPO when it, you know, five or seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, they've kind of bungled the monetization of it, but there is a whole bunch of opportunities at least mm. in his opinion, to um, to really monetize it, including a subscription model and, right. and basically leveraging these people who have just massive follower base. Oh, okay. So, um, so he thinks that there's certainly a big opportunity, um, and uh, I think because right. I think he was on the board at some point. Not for Twitter. No, I thought I heard because I just listened to one of their podcasts and i thought he he'd been on the board he's been on lots of boards yeah he's definitely i mean not twitter but okay. between kara swisher and uh and scott galloway they've they're all connected yeah but he oh, thinks yeah. this is all fake so part of the problem is that 43 billion is for this kind of play is too much money okay um and 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 Elon doesn't actually have that in liquid cash, right? So he has these shares that are worth way more than that. Mm. But if he were to margin against it, he's going to have to put in a certain amount of cash in order, like a lot of cash, in order okay. to, to offset it. <coughs> and um, if it ever gets called, or if Tesla shares tank. And then it gets called. Right. Then he'll have to sell Tesla shares, which has all kinds of, is super dangerous against Tesla. So the reality is that he thinks this is fake. And that all he's really trying to do is he's got the 9% in. He'll, he'll make all kinds of crazy comments that builds up the, the value. And then he'll sell. Could be. So we'll see. Only yeah, only time we'll will see. tell. That's right. Okay, cool. The last thing I learned was hot dogs. Hot dogs. Well, it's a hard left turn. The, the food. The food. So a lot of people that think food are very nervous about what's in hot dogs. Yes. Nobody, most people don't actually want to know. That's true. Now, the reality is what is mostly in hot dogs, and there's pork and beef so beef tend to be higher quality ones than pork. Nathan's, the famous hot dog oh, uh, yes. from the hot dog eating contest, is uh, they're all beef because it's, it's kosher. Those ones are kosher. Oh, okay. Um, but um, most of the, the 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 beef 
and, or the pork that's on it is they call it skeletal skeletal meat so it's the meat that's left on after most of the other good cuts have been taken off right including parts of the cuts that um, for whatever reason they're the wrong size or the wrong they're too small or... okay <laughs> so most of it's just regular regular meat it is not lips and ears yeah and, yeah <laughs> uh, and any other uh, unusual body parts right it is actually uh meat it is actually just yeah. regular meat yeah it's got a lot of nitrates in it i mean it's still not very oh, it's very processed yeah so that there is no, no getting yeah. around that part yeah but it, it so is like salami or, that's true yes yes so. exactly oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. so i was uh watching a video yesterday on emergence theory I don't know what that is. uh, Well, I didn't know about it either. So it's a new theory in physics that is, uh, I do not purport to understand all of it, but it's basically that we are probably in a simulation of, of, but this is actual serious physics, um, that uh, we are also likely a holographic projection, a four-dimensional holographic projection of an eight-dimensional reality. Um talked about so it's got some elements so of quantum like, quantum like mechanics a, we're in like it. a comic book yeah well maybe although the, they talk about so there's an eight-dimensional alien flipping through <laughs> yeah can you get to your point <laughs> there was some concern about what they call uh um determinism which is this idea that oh um it's like we're in a we are like in a book where the future has already been prescribed. You know, if you were a character in a book and if you were living through the book, the the end of the book would be, but apparently not uh, because of quantum theory. So there is, it's, it's kind of a weird, it got pretty strange because they're saying all time exists at once. We're going to talk about this in our, in our discussion on time travel. And so the old theory of all time exists at once, apparently mathematically provable was this, this prescribed, um, um, future right like you have no free will everything is but this theory says that's not true that in fact um the future and the past are both kind of fluid (laughs) oh it's wild so it gets into the the past affects the future the future affects the past and then we sort of living in the present it was quite quite interesting there it's theoretical part of why it seems to be gaining some some ground is that it explains things that other physics theories were not are not able to explain so like we know the speed of light, but we don't know why there's a speed of light. We know gravitational constant, but we don't really understand uh, what gravity is, right? So we can observe it and measure it and calculate it, but they still don't quite fully get what it is. Whereas apparently this theory shows promise that they'll be able to actually understand where those things come from and what they what you know why they exist so it's it's really very interesting a 25 minute i didn't catch most of the meaning so i'm gonna have to go back and watch it again uh because there was elements of crystal lattice and saying the reality is is like a crystalline form because it's a repeatable pattern which is where you get this eight dimensional crystal that you then transpose to four dimensions and it was wild so more more to come i have to watch more videos on it but it is a it's not a YouTube theory. This is being put forward by like top physicists at at uh, CERN and a whole bunch of other places where they're like, 
we got to reject some of the other stuff like string theory has basically been a dead end. This is, there's a new kid on the block in terms of theories of reality. It's like, wow, pretty cool. Very interesting. Yeah. Consciousness plays into it as well. And well, which, uh, it's, so it's wild. this probably leads into our topic, time travel. Yes. So you can take a couple of different approaches on time travel. Right. So there's the actual time travel. Is it possible? Mm. And then the second part is it's been demonstrated a lot on TV and movies and, you know, some are better at logical <laughs> consistency than other. Almost always time travel solves a certain narrative problem and right. creates new new narrative That's problems. right. Yes. Um, but uh, so I was in preparation for this topic. I actually did a little bit of – so there's there's basically – there is nothing that prevents us from going backwards or forwards in time. The real right. question is, why do we go forwards in time? Right. Time's right. arrow, they call it, right? Yeah, time's yeah. arrow. And it's it's related to the second law of thermodynamics, which mm -hmm. is called basically the concept that entropy can only be the same or more. Right. <laughs> but there's, <clears throat> there's no reason why... Fundamentally, uh, basically, the the forwards and backwards. Most of the physics works in either direction. Yes. It's just so it's more to do with our perception of time and how right. we see it uh, that dictates that we go in a particular direction. Yep. That's really kind of hard to wrap your head around. It is hard. Well, a lot of this theoretical physics stuff is hard to wrap your head around. Um. Because it, it is so uh, away from our perceptions day to day, right? <clears throat> but again, you could say the same thing about quantum theory, you know, quantum physics, or even even the concept of, uh, you know, materials, right? Like we sense solid table, but we know... Table's made of atoms, which is mostly empty space. My hand is made of atoms, mostly empty space. And yet, from a perceptual point of view, you know, it feels solid. So, hmm. yeah. So, there's the real theory of time travel, which I don't think we're anywhere near there. But then, of course, there's all of the, the unique takes on it that uh, we've seen in television shows, right? Sci-fi. For sure. Well, and there was um, <coughs> there was one particular uh, uh, sci-fi that kind of broke all kinds of crazy rules associated okay. with time travel. It was the one with Chris Pratt. It's called uh, Tomorrow's War. Oh yeah, Isn't that right. what it's called? I think so. And um, where basically people from the future come back to recruit people. Uh, of a certain age so that they sure will be dead by the time it, the time that they're coming for, like anyway and and but it just it's messed up <laughs> like the whole idea of recruiting people from a past time to fight a war in the, in the future, future right it's just kind of so that would be well i guess you'd have to go back in time to recruit them and then you're you're carrying them forward into time yeah. So that was two two way time travel, right? 
Well, yeah, and so they go so for a certain back, period and of time, and then someone they go and bringing them back, and then they got to go back, and uh, okay, yeah, it's just so. My understanding from in general time travel is that time travel going forward is easy. It's basically you speed up to close to the speed of light as you can, and right. the faster you go, you get time dilation, and basically you're moving forward in time. Yes. You're just not aging as quickly as everybody else. So that right. is a known property of time travel. Yes. Um, my understanding, and I don't entirely understand how it works, is that you can go backwards in time, but the amount of energy required to do it is like is is, pro, is prohibitive. Interesting. So there's, um, you might be able to do it by going through a wormhole. The question is, would you survive going through a wormhole? Right. And uh, like how much energy would you need to be able to do that? <clears throat> interesting so that's more real as opposed to fake right yeah so i was reading some of brian green stuff the physicist and yeah so when you talk about again you know in newtonian mechanics they used to think that time was like a fixed thing in the whole universe right but yeah when you start getting into um the uh, space-time continuum and Einstein, it, it really gets weird because there's this sort of idea of this cone, right? Because of the speed of light, there, you only see certain uh, parts of the universe. And then if you change the angle, you see different parts. And so we know, like you were just saying, that by traveling at different speeds, different parts of the universe travel at different times. Even a record, like if you have a record on a, and for those of you who are... <laughs> Who don't remember a record was a piece of vinyl that you'd put on a turntable, but because the end of the the outside edge is traveling faster than the inside, there's actually a time differential between the center of the record and the outside. Now it's infinitesimal, you know, barely measurable, but yeah, like time is not this constant thing. So it's it's pretty wild when you get your head around it. Well, and or I think try that, to get your head around it, right? and I think that time is. Defined by uh, movement through space. This is the part that, for me, really kind of blows my mind. Is that so? So as you get closer to the speed of light, your time right. that slows down. Yes. As you slow down relative to, because we're always moving, right? So we're on a planet that is rotating. Oh yeah, we're in so many motions, we're in, it's insane. In, going around the sun. The yes. sun is rotating in an arm of the Milky Way. That's right. And the galaxies are shooting out. It's expanding. expanding. So we're moving at phenomenal so, speed. Yeah. So my understanding is that without without movement in some direction, uh, there is no time. You need movement to create time. Right. And then that time... Well, will... movement could just be like the vibration of atoms, but... You, right? No, but I think that you need actually some relative velocity oh, to right? something. Okay, interesting. So then... Uh, so then... So the problem that comes is that like we are this uh, vector equation combining all these different movements that create right. a time that we experience. <clears throat> but if we were on a different planet, different part of the galaxy or whatever, we might experience time quite differently. Interesting. It would be faster or slower. Right. Right. Uh, depending on the circumstances. So, sure. So you've got all these. And then if you get very close to like a, an immense gravi gravitational, like a black hole, 
then time dilates there as well. Right? Exactly. So you've got all these. So, so right. time is not a, you know, we think of, you know, synchronized of atomic clocks. So yes. This is time. Right. But time is very relative. So the time that we experience here on a, in a different solar system might be very differently experienced. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's, it messes with your head. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so of course, there's time, the time travel in movies. Uh, the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect, the multi, the like the multiverse kind of, where if you ta travel back in time, which solves the old uh, 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 grandparent paradox, right? So if you go back in time and shoot your grandfather, then you never exist, therefore you can't do it. So some people were postulating that somehow if you did manage to travel back, you you wouldn't be able to to do it. Like something would happen, like the, the gun wouldn't fire. Right. And other people have postulated that no, no, if if you do that, you you can kill your grandfather. You continue to exist. This is the MCU thing, right? You continue to exist in the past, which is now your future. And it's like it branches off into a different time, different time a different stream. timeline. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we're ever going to figure this out. Well, I, I think we won't figure it out until we actually get the fundamental um, understanding of physics, right? Because, uh, yeah, I mean, some people are arguing that there's a theory that all time actually exists at the same time, right? That, like you said, we it's an, an illusion of a sort we experience it for we think we do right well we that is definitely our experience right is that you, you can't age backwards but in theory there's nothing stopping us from but then that. people start asking does the past still exist right so again physicists are, are there's this idea of the 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 edge of time right every we only exist in the now um does five minutes ago still exist somewhere or is it you know, is it gone? If it's gone, where did it go? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, it's pretty wild. It's mm -hmm. pretty wild stuff when you get into it, which is, uh, of course, that's why it's always a little bit fun, like on Star Trek, when they invent, like, the temporal uh, the temporal time or the temporal police or, right, like a whole department of people who whose job is is to stop people from screwing around with the timeline. Um so I always thought that was sort of funny because they've created, whoops, yeah. But you know, if we really could do that, there'd be, there'd be some need to not have everybody just running around left, right, and center. Um, and of course, then Stephen Hawking's I don't think believed in time to travel because remember he did that funny experiment where he, he no, I'm interested. <laughs> he scheduled a party, <laughs> and he invent he invited time travelers, and he figured that if people could travel in time, would somebody would have showed up, right? <laughs> because nobody showed up. Nobody showed up because it would have been part of the historical record, you know. So tomorrow, you know, whatever, May, uh, April 16th, was today the 16th? Well, whatever. Well, maybe they did show up and then they, they made their names removed. Perhaps, right? But, but he, he thought, well, look, if time travel exists in the future, I will invite future time travelers to a very specific party. Um, We'll put it in the books, right? Someone can read it and travel back, and nobody showed up. So he he used that, not as proof, obviously, but he was like, "Well, he was a bit disappointed." <laughs> Interesting. So it is a um, 
it's a great sci-fi uh i guess device i think some people do it well some people don't um that'd be a great uh, compendium to put together all the different models of time travel in in movies and tv yeah and there's that great line that great scene in endgame where they're all debating all the movies with time travel with uh, bruce yeah and they're like, what about uh, hot time? Uh, uh, hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. No, I never saw it. Quantum that. leap. Did you ever see? Hot no. Tub? Anyway, I always thought it would be interesting to to do a short film. I think I told your wife about this years ago. Where here's the other short film. It would be a time travel film, where somebody finds like an old phone, you know, in in their attic, like one of those old rotary phones. And plugs it in and uh, phones their home number. And then on the other end, they would connect to themselves, but like as a kid, you know, and then they'd give themselves some advice. Well, there is. Who is this? There is this. Jimmy Brown. There's this, this is Jimmy Brown from the future. Do you have any advice for me? Yes. Don't, don't date Susie Barker. You've been warned. Click. There, there is this indie. Um... It's an indie movie. There was a low budget thing about guys who had invented a time machine in like a storage locker. And okay. And um, uh, I will have to. Indie time travel movie. Let's see if it shows up here. Uh, I have a question for you after. Yeah, well, go ahead. Oh, Primer. It's called Primer. Okay. Primer, Primer. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, I remember. I remember hearing about this. I, I yeah. saw it. It was really was very it clever. Yeah. So it's an independent psychological science fiction film about the accidental discovery of time travel. Wow. And uh, it was very low budget. It was super low budget. Basically, two engineers supplement their day jobs with entrepreneurial tech projects working out of Aaron's <laughs> garage during one search research effort. Involving electromagnetic reduction of objects' weight, the two men accidentally discover A to B causal loop side effect. Objects left in the weight-reducing field exhibit temporal anomalies, proceeding normally from time A, when the field was activated, to time B, where the field was turned off, then backwards from B to A in a continuously repeating sequence, such that objects that can leave the field in the present or at some previous point. Anyway, it's... It's a, they, they create this box. Okay. To accommodate a human subject. And, and then the guy, and then one of them travels six hours into his own past. So then it kind of creates this whole this paradox loop. The story. Yeah. Don't yeah. meet yourself. It's, I remember watching it. It was great. Okay. It was weird, but it wow. was great. So here's my question. Um, if you could travel back to any period in, in the past, uh, where would you go? Where would you go and when? Can I talk to myself? Can you talk to your son? Self. To yourself? Sure. <laughs> I would go back in time to me as a teenager and uh, <laughs> try and convince me yeah. to appreciate my parents more because, well, my parents passed away quite, right. quite young. Sure. I was really appreciating them towards the end of their life, but I was okay. still pretty young. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, 
you, you know, it's funny because you think about all the decisions you make, you kind of make them and you move on, you accept them. Yep, 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 yep. Like uh, I became a mechanical engineer. I originally wanted to be an electrical engineer. Interesting. And I didn't quite have the marks that I needed to. And the reason I didn't have the marks that I needed to was because I uh, I kind of gamed my high school. <laughs> so I was uh, close to getting honors, but I decided that I wanted to... I wanted to um, have afternoons off in my last term. Okay. So I, I basically front-end loaded. That's a great basis for life choices. I know. So I, <laughs> I front-end loaded my high school. Do that. Well, I front-end loaded my high school stuff. Because you could take grade 12 classes okay. and grade 11 and sure. grade, grade 10. So I did. So, But I also took band, which I really enjoyed doing. Right. But I never got great marks in band. Okay. I got great marks in physics and math and right. and, um, and any of the sciences. Um, so I did those in grade 10 and 11. And I had okay. most of those done. <clears throat> and then finished a few in, in grade 12. Okay. So in order to get honors, they only considered the calendar year or the school year for that grade 12. And I took band, two band classes, and and then I didn't have enough weight from my sciencey math things to keep my grades up okay. high enough. So I, I think I ended up with a an average of seventy nine point five instead of eighty to get the honors. Ah, I see. <laughs> and, okay, and that kind of meant that I didn't qualify for electrical engineering. Got it. And uh, or it was something along those lines. It sure. Was... Anyway, the long and this the long and the short of it is <laughs> Okay, that so you've traveled back in time. I would tell appreciate our parents more. And what was the other thing? Don't go Don't into screw around with okay. your 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 calendar to get afternoons off. <laughs> it's a very pragmatic. See, yeah, okay. I don't necessarily know that I, I often think about that when I go back and 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 into my own lifetime. And tell myself to to do something different because there's a lot of stuff that I kind of regret, but there's enough stuff that I wouldn't want to. I'm a little like Tony, you know, in in, in Endgame, where it's like this is the good stuff. We can't change this, so I don't know that I go back in my own life and change things. Um, I'd like to go back to there's two periods that I think would be interesting to go and 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 witness Victorian England I don't know why I just think it would be interesting and and then ancient Rome I would think it would be fascinating to go back and I be able I, to to I experience think, I think both those ancient times Rome. would have been so dangerous it would just been dangerous times true but I'm a time traveler so I'm not really even here <laughs> fair enough it, but yeah, I think it would be, I would, it would be especially like we went to Rome and, um, you know, all over Italy and, and saw some of these ancient Roman settlements and like, like I wouldn't go to Pompeii. Well, at least not, not around 79 day, not the, AD, not the day of, but the, oh man, the, I made a mistake. The cultural similarities, you know, like you tour a house, obviously it's 2,500 years old, right? But it's still it's still recognizable as a house. You could picture yourself living there. Or they had these uh, um, like neighborhood taverns and restaurants, right? And they're explaining how there was these sort of big cauldrons and they would just make like the special of the day and people would go for lunch and 
it's a stone counter, but you've got these big round openings where they, they would have had copper, copper pots, copper pots full of food. And yeah, today we're made, you know, whatever kind of soup. And, you know, it's just so similar. Like you could get your head around that. Like if you showed up, they'd go like, we're going for lunch. You know, why don't, why don't we go see what, you know, Maximus has got for the daily special. It was just so no, different. No soup for and you. yet so reflective. Whereas I think if you went to ancient China or, or other parts of the world, other cultures, it would be very different. But ancient Rome has, you know, there's the law courts. There's the, uh, uh, where the market was, you know, just very relatable things that would have been obviously very different in terms of technology, but so you, not so much concepts. So you... Your your idea of going back would be to be the tourist and see yes, what it's like. Exactly. Whereas mine is to go back and change them. That's right. Yes. Although I might be, uh, for my own uh, curiosity, if I went around right the right time, I'd be saying, "You ever heard of Jesus? Anybody hear Jesus? <laughs> was was Jesus really a guy? Because I'd like to know. Was he real? <laughs> uh oh, we're gonna get in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> We might get demonetized. Oh, wait a second. We need to be monetized first. And it's Good Friday. Oh, geez. There's going to be a lightning bolt. I always wondered why they call it Good Friday. If you look at the story of the Bible, I don't know if you're, you know, I grew up Roman Catholic. I was thought, Me too. It did sound like a Good Friday to me. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a less than Good Friday. Less than Good Friday. Maybe an okay Sunday. Well, we think. What do you think? Exactly. All right. So time travel, um, yeah, interesting stuff. What uh, what media have you been consuming from the twenty first century? Well, considering that or, I was older, I was uh, laid up for a bit. I got to oh, consume too I much bet media. You got a lot. I uh, finished that entire series of The Tourist. Um, oh right, you mentioned that was that a UK based thing? Australian. Australian. It was. Uh, is weird. I don't know. I mean, the premise is really good. It executed very interesting at the beginning. But the story as it ended up unwinding was a little too, uh, I don't know, a little too indie. A little, you know how indie films sometimes it's like they don't have enough money to, to do <laughs> things. So they kind of, they kind of shortcut certain things yes. at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, and especially when you have kind of like, I don't know, you have these really great, uh, so this is kind of like Memento. Remember Memento? Yes. Yeah, Chris Nolan. <laughs> Where he doesn't remember anything and then the story unfolds. Yes. As, you know, even though it's a, it, it, you, you figure out the story as it goes. That's right. Yes. Um. It's kind of the same premise. There's a guy he's got he's got um, amnesia, and it um, it unfolds. Got it. And and the thing about it too is that it clear it's clear that they kind of meant it to only be like one season, and then at the very end of the season they go, oh, we might do a second season. <laughs> so they kind of added this little bit to. <coughs> I had this little bit to allow for a second season. Okay. Okay. But it uh it didn't really fit with the first part and uh the first part kind of is just 
I don't know. I thought it started off really strong and then it just couldn't quite sustain it for the whole thing. Hmm. It was good. It was, it was worth a watch. Um, but you know, maybe if I were to rate it, maybe a seven out of 10. Okay. okay. So not a, not, not a win. I also saw, I've been watching Moon Knight. So I've seen all three episodes. Yeah. I mean, we've only seen the first two. Is, oh. is it, uh, what do you think? I, we like the first two. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's quite something. Yes. So I think that, uh, I really enjoy it so far. I'm a little frustrated between the, the Stephen Grant character and the Mark Spector character. And there's hints there might be another one. Right. There's all kinds of hints. This is not a, it's not a not shocker. A spoiler, if you yeah. actually look at the, the end credits and if you actually go through the whole thing, there's always like three faces. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. um, they're in mirrors that typically there's three of them and yeah. it, you'll see there's clues indicating that there might be a, Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's unclear right. who the third one is yet. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, so anyway, uh, Lori and I have been watching it. It's been really good. Uh, the only problem right now is that we're, uh, <laughs> With my son isolating, my wife has not caught COVID, so she's actually kind of moved out of the house. Yeah. So, that's, that's which I think is a very prudent thing not to a, do. Not a, not, not a bad idea, yeah. So there's other, cool. two, two other things I watched. Okay. I watched the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. What'd you think? Uh, it was definitely better than the previous version. Definitely better than the uh, Josh Whedon one, yep. Um, uh, it's, it was okay. It was okay. It was yeah. a little... It's long. It's long. And didn't, did Zack Snyder, is he the one who did the Spartans? The, no, he yes, three, he did. Yes. The 300. 300. Yeah. The 300. Yeah. It has that 300 feel it all does. over it. Yes. And it's just, it's just a little too phantasmagoric. It's too, yes. All, all the time. It's just like, everything is just too over the top. Yes. And, uh, stylish, stylistically, it's, it's impressive. I don't mind Ben Affleck's Batman. It's fine. Yeah, his Bruce Wayne's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I much I much more enjoyed the Batman. But yeah, but that's yeah. a different story. Yeah, no, true. true. And uh, and um, you know, I thought the Superman was interesting, but you know, it's just these are super powerful. We don't have anybody that's a superhero anywhere. <laughs> And then these guys are like, like have godlike omni potential, yes. like like. And then so the next guy has got even more. And then the next guy, like right, like the superpowers are layering upon superpowers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of excessive okay. superpowers. There you go. Like, like one of the appeals <laughs> of Batman is he's he's not superpowers. That's right. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it's like what's your superpower? You're I'm rich. rich. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, that's, so. that's there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, good. So that's one. What's the other one? You said there was two things. Pink Picard. Yes, we've been watching Picard as well. Are you current with that? Uh, we are current. Yeah. Yeah. And, episode uh, seven. Loving it. I think there's only eight episodes. Uh, I thought it might be ten. Oh, that would be I good. They still have some some way it to is, go. Uh, it is all over the freaking mouth. I'm, I'm just yeah. like, where the hell are they going? They're doing all kinds of weird stuff. You're going like, why are they doing this? Yes. Like, so hopefully, why will... did Rios get on a prisoner bus and then 
then it have to get you know extracted off a right. prisoner bus like how what did that, that for what is yeah. that for how does that add yeah. the story yeah and Unless it's combat at, the, at the, the clinic but they haven't really mentioned that since and so but um, so i'm hoping it will come together i'm hoping uh, it will too I, I mean, the first <laughs> season of picard was really good for that yeah they have definitely introduced a whole lot of backstory yes and a lot of back characters yep. but like the board queen i think is kind of fun you know doing a good job with that yeah that so, part i i'm enjoying yeah um but like what they're trying what the q q has always been a weird character for that's me right. and, and it's clear there's something wrong with the q speaking of time travel and the ability to manipulate reality you know there's another character well, yeah i think that i think yeah. that that is going to be the the nub that the whole thing turns on. I think so. Is so it? we're yeah. So we're enjoying that as well. Uh, other stuff for us. We finished the end of Peacemaker. That was fun. Speaking of just well, I don't want to give it away. Um, read a book. <laughs> read my first Jack Reacher novel. Okay. Really enjoyed that. Watched 1917 this week. The Sam Mendes uh, World War One. That's a good show. Phenomenal. Haven't seen it. Um, they have one continuous shot. Yes. Pretty amazing. There's watch. actually quite a few scenes that are long, long shots if you look at it between mm. cuts, but just such an interesting, like not a really complicated story, not a lot of characters, but just really meaningful. Mm. Um, like that, uh, better Better Call Saul season five just dropped on Netflix, so it's I'm not a, not very a show, excited not about a that. Show I'm familiar with. Watched the first episode of that last night, and then we went to Imagine Dragons, which was awesome. Um. My my younger son was has been a big fan, and I've been mean, eh, hot and cold, you know. Heard the hits, um, but uh, we were talking about like of all the shows we've seen. Well, certainly, first of all, it was great. It was both great and pretty uncomfortable to be back in a crowd. In a big crowd, it wasn't full, but they probably had about fifteen thousand people there. But the band was just day two. This is like their tour. You know, they've been they haven't toured for a few years because of COVID. And um, just a great show. Like, so. I've seen them before. I really enjoy it. Yeah. How did I put it to Paulette? It's like high energy. And yet there was a soulfulness to their, to their music. It's, right. it's pop with some kind of, I don't know, weight to it. Like yeah. even the stories behind the lyrics. And it's not just this kind of fluffy current day nonsense. It's yeah. like, man, every song had some, some, some reason behind it and so we really enjoyed it it was great to be back out so yeah a lot of stuff this week okay yeah excellent well we're definitely going a little long but uh let's wrap it up let's wrap it up so we are heading into episode close to 52 which we'll, we'll be doing something special we'll be doing something special hopefully um, we will be able to try and live stream it as well yeah that'd be and great. uh a little bit of cleaning up here in the studio <laughs> to uh, make it work. Um, we should all be over COVID by then. So, uh, yeah. So subscribe, email us. Rate, oh, we never review. did the mailbag, which of course is empty still. Nice ad from Google, but um, yes, participation, participate, ugh, participation, highly valued. Yep. Um, have we broken a thousand downloads yet? No, not yet. Okay, so we're, we're going, still, coming up on that. Yeah, we're around nine hundred. So. Oh, hey, I'll take it. It's not bad. And do we have a theme for our next episode, number forty-seven? 
No. Ooh, 47, Hitman. Oh, sure. Let's Number go, 47. Uh, I was thinking, uh, let's go with our, um, we'll go with our top, uh, top five, top 10 favorite movies. Top 10 favorite movies of all time. Yes. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah, you bet. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.